Hello and welcome to the BVC Podcast. Here at Brownsburg Vineyard Church, we want you to know that we are a group of ordinary people that serve an extraordinary God. Our mission is to honor God and advance His kingdom by building disciples who will give their lives to changing the world. Whether you are local or joining us from a distance, we want to thank you for being a part of our family. To learn more about us, you can visit thebvchurch.com. Thanks for listening and enjoy this week's message.
what he gave up to have talked with the priest there, Father Lori and Father DeLong. And then he came home and he picked up the Bible that that camp counselor had put into our home. Fast forward 30, 40 years. My dad lived his life as a Christian, a faithful pastor and a Christian for the rest of his life. Missionary in Mexico. He died a couple years ago. My brother, my sister, and I have lived Christian lives. Our kids have grown up as Christians. And all of that can be traced back to that camp and to that Bible being put into our home. And so that's why we do camp. That counselor didn't know where our family was, didn't know what was going on in my parents' life, didn't know what was going to happen in two years. As we do art camp and children come through those doors, we don't know the homes those kids are living in. We don't know the pain or the trauma and the anxieties that we're dealing with, quite frankly. We don't know today what's going on in your life and the things that you're going through. But what we do know is this that if we have an opportunity to plant a seed in your life, if we have an opportunity to create a reference point for you, where you have this this memory, where you have this experience, where you say, wait a second, I, I remember, I remember who God is. I remember somebody loving me like God loves. I remember somebody encouraging me like God encourages me. I remember somebody telling me about the promises of God and the power of God. If we can, in some small way, create that reference point in your life, then we are confident, whether it's you or whether it's your child, that at some point down the road, at some point in the middle of some type of crisis, in the middle of some type of loneliness, when there's so many other paths that you could follow in a moment like that, we know that there will be a pathway back to God because of that reference point. And so that's why we do camp. Part of our mission statement here at Brownsburg Vineyard Church is to create opportunities for people to encounter God. And so our prayer for Art Camp 2023 is that each one of the 120 kids that we're here throughout the week will have encountered God in a very real way. That we will have given them an impression and an example of who God is. And by extension, our prayer is that each of you as parents and grandparents will have encountered God, maybe even today, in the time that we're going to share together. In a little bit, we're going to transition and, uh, and have a, a, an indoor picnic due to the rain. And during that time, we're going to have, um, we're, we're going to have a clown doing face makeup and balloons. We're going to have Steve the Science Guy doing an amazing science show. Um, but what is not part of the program is that there's actually going to be a magic show, and I will be the magician. This morning, in pulpits around the country and in pulpits around the world, pastors are given approximately 30 to 40 minutes to preach a sermon. For those in our, our African countries, I, I do missions work in Africa, they get like an hour and a half to preach a message, right? I love preaching in Africa. Right here, before your very eyes, I am going to attempt to preach a message in 10 minutes. Maybe 12. Maybe 12. Don't start the clock yet. So I need you to hold on. Buckle up. We're going to go quick. You may not even see it. It's going to happen so fast. So here we go. 12 minutes. 
I absolutely love the Bible for so many reasons. But one of the reasons why I love this Bible so much is just because of the symmetry in it. It, it is like a, a piece of artwork, or it's like a piece of music that is, is intertwined and it's connected. And, and you just see how all of the pieces fit together. And one of the things that you see over and over again as you read the Bible is you start to see these themes or these ideas and these concepts. And the more you read the Bible and the more you get into it, you realize, oh, there it is again, and oh, there it is again. And there's that theme there again. And all of a sudden you realize on almost every page you can see the same themes being repeated throughout the history that we have in the Bible. And today I want to talk to you about one of those themes that is repeated in every single book of the Bible and almost on every single page of the Bible. And today I want to talk to you about what I call God's divine exchange. And what I mean when I say God's divine exchange is it's those moments when God invites us to give Him what we have in exchange what he has. And you can walk through the Bible. God said to Noah, give me 120 years of your life to build the ark. Give me 120 years of being called a fool for building an ark during a drought. Building an ark where there's nary a raindrop coming. Give me 120 years of your life and what I will give you is I will give you salvation. I will save you and your family. He said to Abraham, the father of the whole Judeo-Christian faith, he said, Abraham, leave the land of your fathers and mothers. Leave where you were born. And in those days, nobody left where their family was from because that was the only support structure. Leave everything that you know. Go to a land you've never been to before. And in exchange for your obedience, I will make your descendants as numerous as the stars in the sky. To Daniel. Daniel. Give me your faithfulness to bow your knee and pray when the king says that whoever prays will be killed. And if you pray, like I'm asking you to pray, then when you get thrown in the lion's den, in exchange for your faithfulness and your courage, I'm going to give you my supernatural protection. To Peter, God said, Give me your faith. Give me your willingness to risk to step out of the boat. And if you give me that step, I will give you my supernatural power to defy the laws of gravity. And finally, there's no better example of the divine exchange than when Jesus came and said, I'm going to give you my life. And you give me your life. There's a couple things about these divine exchanges that no matter where we find them in the Bible and no matter when they are presented to us, they always have these three things in common. And the first one is this. Whatever God offers us is always worth more than whatever we have to give Him. There's never been a time where God walked away from a deal and said, man, I got the better end of that deal. There's never been a time where, where somebody made one of these divine exchanges with God and then regretted that they lost out on the deal. Every single divine exchange that has happened throughout the history of mankind, we have always got the better end of the deal. God always makes exchanges that benefit us, where we get the better end of the deal. The second rule of these divine exchanges is that God continues to offer us divine exchanges even though we've been on 
lives in paths of change. And I love that word, unscrupulous. Good Scrabble word. Here's what I mean by that. Many of you guys, as you were dropping your kids off throughout the week, saw that we had this construction project going on out here. We had a new patio raised. We had a retaining wall built by some concrete people, contractors. And if you're a, a contractor here today, I'm not talking about you. I am talking about the contractors who did our job. Anyhow, long story short, I won't get into it because I don't want to get mad. The contractors that we hired did not keep their word. About 80% of what they did, they kept their word. The last 20%, they didn't keep their word on. There were just things that they said that they were going to do that they didn't do. Now, even though I've forgiven them, even though I've released them, even though I have refused to allow myself to imagine slashing the tires on their tractor and equipment, I have not done that. I will never deal with them again because they were unscrupulous. How many of us in our relationship with God have not kept up our end of the bargain? How many times have we said, God, if you get me out of this, I will. God, if you answer this prayer, I will. God, if you provide for this need, I will. God, if you take this pain away, I'll, I'll do this. How many times have we prayed that prayer? God delivered on His end, and we, like a concrete contractor, didn't hold up our end of the job. What's amazing is that God never says about anyone, I'm done dealing with that. God never says, I will never do business with that person again. No matter how many times you and I have been unscrupulous, no matter how many times we have been unfaithful to hold up our end of the deal, our end of the bargain, God always comes back to the table and says, do you want to try this again? That tells us so much about the heart of God. It tells us so much about the grace of God. And if you are here today, and in some way you are thinking, man, I have messed up too many times, and I haven't fulfilled my end of the bargain so many times that God's not going to do business with me again. I want you to understand that as a lie of the enemy. The heart of God is always open for business. Here's the third and the last rule of these divine exchanges, that although God extends the invitation for an exchange to happen, we have to initiate the exchange. God never forces deals on us. God never robs anything from you. God never takes anything by force of you. He always says, do you want to do this? And if so, you lay it off me now. We are the ones who initiate that. Let me share one quick scripture here that is an example of a divine exchange. It's found in Matthew 11. It says, come to me all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. Take my yoke upon you and learn from me, for I am gentle and humble in heart, and you will find rest for your souls. For my yoke is easy, and my burden is light. This is such such an amazing scripture, and I want to break it down here in a second. But first, let me say this. There's this paradox in the character of God. The Bible says that God is the same yesterday, today, and forevermore. In other words, God is unchanging. And you can bank on that. God is unchanging. In as much as that is entirely true, you also have another dimension of God. And God is spontaneous. He's creative. And in that way, He is unpredictable. So simultaneously and paradoxically, God is both unchanging and unpredictable. And as I was preparing for 
today's service, I sense that God wanted to do something a little bit unpredictable. Because in all of the years past when we've had these services, we've kind of kept them pretty light and upbeat. But I sense that God wanted to do a deeper work here today. And I sense that there would be there would be some people here today that needed God to do something in their life, and we would be remiss if we rushed by that too quickly. I believe that there are these moments in time where God's spontaneity and unpredictability breaks through. And if you read Scripture or you study church history, there are just these special moments where the weight of God is greater, the presence of God is greater. And I believe tonight today is one of those days. And so, in the verse that we read, when Jesus said, Come to me, all who are weary and burdened, and I will give you rest. We see what the divine exchange is. is give me your weariness, I will give you my rest. But I don't believe that that verse was ever meant to be exclusive to weariness and rest. I don't believe, pardon the pun, that they were meant to be poured in concrete. I believe that those words were meant to be somewhat interchangeable. And so here's where we're going to bring it home for your life and my life. I believe what God is offering each of us in this place today is this. Come to me, all who are depressed, and I will give you my joy. If you are here today and you have been struggling with depression, if you are here today and you walk around feeling like you have a grand piano resting on your chest, I believe that the presence of God is here today and He's going to say, I can take that from you and you can have my joy. I believe what is available to, for us today is that God is saying, Come to me, all who are anxious, and I will give you my peace. If you are here today and you just live with this perpetual and palpable sense of anxiety and fear, and if you find yourself up at night worrying about things that you can't control, God is saying, Hey, if you want to, you can give me that, and I will give you my peace, my peace that passes all understanding. I believe that God is saying today, listen, come to me all who have an addiction in your life, and I will give you freedom. And if you are here today and there is any addiction in your life, that behavior, that thing that you do over and over and over again, and in the mirror you have stared so many times, and you have wanted to stop doing that thing, whether that is illicit drugs, whether that's prescription drugs, whether that's smoking or vaping or drinking, whether that's pornography, whatever issue it is that has control of your life, I believe that there's an opportunity today in a very special way where God can say, give me your addiction and I will give you my freedom. And that can happen today. I believe God is saying, if you have experienced rejection and abandonment and people have walked away from you, then come to me and I will give you my acceptance, my affirmation, and my love. If you are here today and you're dealing with a sickness, you believe in a God who heals, who says to us, give me your sickness and I'll give you my healing and harmony. Because Jesus died on the cross, God says to us, if you are here and you are dealing with shame on any level, about anything that has happened in your life, things that you have done or things that have been done to you that cause you to feel this sense of shame, God is saying, come to me, all who are ashamed, 
keep you on your feet. So I'm going to invite the worship team back back up to the stage. And I want you to know that God is open for business today. And it doesn't matter what is in your life, how long it's been there. It doesn't matter how responsible you are for it or whether somebody else did it. It, it, None of that matters. God is here and He is literally saying, let's do business. Let's make a divine exchange in your life today that will absolutely, radically change your life. So what we're going to do here is something that we don't normally do at, at, at Arts Camp. And I just, I, I just felt that God didn't want us to miss this opportunity. So just before we invite the kids in and we get into the official uh, Arts Camp program, I'd ask, I'd ask the band to come up, and they're going to quietly play a song. The words of the song will be on the screen, but quite honestly, the, the song and the words are secondary. It's really uh, the main focus right now. So over the next, for the next three or four minutes, I just want you to take a moment and quiet your soul and quiet your heart. If it's comfortable, you can just open up your hands and say, God, what is it in my life you want to take away? What is it that you want to give me? Some of you are sitting here right now and you know exactly what it is that you want to exchange with God. And so I would pray that each one of us would just take these next three or four minutes and make that divine We're going to bring the light slow. The worship team is going to sing this song. I'm going to come back up in about three or four minutes. Let me just begin this time in prayer. So God, I thank you for your grace. I thank you for your love. I thank you for your kindness. I thank you, God, that whenever we have an opportunity to make one of these exchanges, that we always walk away with a better end of the deal. I thank you, God, no matter how many times